really hope my parents are not listening to this episode. Like, mom and dad, please stop listening. Who are you? Whoever you want me to be. Don't say I never gave you anything. It's feeling epic. Three words. Eight letters. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Previously on Teen TV. I'm Jillian Benani. I'm Claire Wojciechowski. And let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> we are <laughs> talking we are talking all about sex education today. The new season is coming out this week. So we are going to get all into seasons one through three. Um, before season four, which is the final season, yes. premieres. I know. I'm excited. I am fresh off a season three watch, um, and I'm looking forward to more episodes with the students of Moordale Secondary. And you fully binged season three, Claire, which is very unlike you. So that, I'm excited. to Tell us about that journey. Thank you. I, um, I started yesterday morning, actually about 12 hours ago, and I started watching on the subway train home. And if you've watched season three of Sex Education, you know that it begins <laughs> with a fucking montage. And so I was on the subway just being like, yes. And like, who's that? Oh, they're in a car. They're in a trailer. They're here. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. That so is that, amazing. I hope you, I hope somebody on that subway saw you watching this. I, I kind of do, too. And I was like, yeah, set to, what, Tiffany's, um, I think we're alone now. Oh, yeah. Which is it's so good. An incredible, an incredible song choice for that moment. Um, and then the rest of it, I mostly watched at home and finished uh, at 1130 last night. Well, great work. Great work. Thank you. I'm happy that you binged it. I love to binge. I get a big high off of it. So I know. I feel like you're like, I want more and more and more. And yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit like. You like to savor it. I do. Yeah. Which is probably healthy. I don't know. I mean, I think sometimes a binge, like you said, it's exhilarating. It is. So yeah, I actually just started watching this show recently. I don't know why I did not watch it before. Like, I just feel like no one I knew was really talking about it. And I think I was like confused about the title. I didn't mm -hmm. know what it was about. I didn't understand it was like a teen show oh okay and then when I discovered that I was like why haven't I watched this so fell in love with it right away I actually think that this is like a you know like a top teen show this it's, is a good well done show for sure absolutely I think it's one that has um been like critically acclaimed as a bit strong but like it's been positively received by critics by you know tv writers um and but it doesn't it never gets that popularity of like a like a sexier show even though it yeah. is sex education it's not as flashy or shiny i guess so it's it's strong in the ratings i think whenever yeah. a new season comes out and it's beloved but it's not quite as like zeitgeisty as another teen show might be as like euphoria or yes, something exactly which i do think there's a lot of similarities to euphoria but we'll get into that in a little bit mm -hmm. um but yeah i feel like i just really fell in love with this show mainly because of these characters. Yeah. I mean, I like everybody on the show. Yes. Agreed. Which is shocking. There also <laughs> is so many characters and they all have a backstory, a story that we're following. Like we know mm -hmm. who these characters are. No one is there just to fill space. No. 
And I think that that's like very rare in yeah. one of these shows. It's hard to achieve. And I, I was a little nervous jumping into season three because I was like, I remember like the bigger characters and like what happened. But I was like, but there are certain like smaller characters. And I'm like, who, what's their name again? Like I can picture their face, but I couldn't remember the name or their plot line. But as soon as we jumped into season three, I was like, oh, right. That's, that's Ruby and Olivia. And that's, um, you know, other, like the, that's. Adam's mom, whose name is Maureen. I know that her name is Maureen now, but we I didn't. love Maureen. Maureen is a gem. So sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but they do a great job of um, spreading out the storylines and keeping people yes. together and um, sort of intermixing them. And yeah, it's just really well done. Um, I also feel like we actually, like, over these first three seasons, we've actually seen characters, like, grow. Absolutely. Eight episodes a season. And they managed to achieve, like, so much character growth in those eight episodes. Like, so much does actually happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that in some of these other kind of, you know, new age teen shows, mm-hmm. in eight episodes, it's like a month has gone by or right. something. And we're really just, like, not seeing that much. Yeah. Um, And I just feel like in this show, I love that, you know, we're able to watch them grow and like, you know, find out who they are, make some mistakes Mm -hmm. along the way, as high schoolers do. You know, who are some of your like favorite characters in this and story like in their journeys? I mean, I think probably my favorite character is Maeve. Obviously. Right. I mean, love. She's just like, she's so tough, but still so kind and has been through so much, but still um, manages to to be a really good friend to Amy and to approach the world with um, like a like a take no shit attitude. But she's also not cruel or mean. Right. Um, and she's tough to let people. She is reluctant to let people into her life. But um, when she does, she really shows up for them. So I think. I also, speaking of that, I love Amy. I think that she's an, un, an underrated character. I don't think I appreciated her as much in the first two seasons, but in season three, I was really like uh, impressed by uh, their friendship. So I think those are my top two. What about you? Um, I think it makes sense that your favorite character is Maeve. You give me some Maeve energy, and I mean that in the best Thank way. Thank you. I feel like we have some similarities yes. in background a little bit. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, my favorite character is Amy. Oh, my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> We're Maeve and Amy. I loved Amy from the start. Oh, my gosh. Literally, the minute that girl was on screen, I was like, I love her. I think she's so funny. Mm-hmm. I think she is so loyal to Maeve and is such a good friend to her. Um, and just like watching, you know, her journey and, um, you know, her sexual assault storyline, I thought was just so well done mm-hmm. um, and was, you know, definitely, I think, one of the like pivotal moments of the show. I just thought that. And just watching her, you know, still going through that journey. I like that they did not just, like, cut that storyline out. Um, They kept it in in, like, season three. So we really, you know, we're watching her go through it. And Mm -hmm. um, I like that, you know, we, you know, she's sensitive and we see her emotions. And she just kind of, like, lays it all out there. And I just, I love her. And I think she's so funny. Yeah. And that goat. (laughs) The goat whose name is Goat. Yeah, classic. 
I just love how she calls everyone babes. I think it's so cute. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to start doing that. So yes. watch out, babes. Um, <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Should we start like being each other's moms, too? Oh, I love that. I, was so, I thought that was so sweet. That literally made me cry. I would say for a show that is labeled as a comedy, mm-hmm. like I have not cried more in a teen show than no, I have this show. It is emotional for all the characters at different points in time. And it's it's very emotional, but it's also not like dark and scary like there's some sad stuff that happens but it's never like really really fucked up or anything not like some other teen shows I think it's still they keep it you know heartwarming still Mm -hmm. so there are some like very serious storylines we're seeing people really going through it but they keep it you know um, they keep it very like earnest and and heartwarming Mm -hmm. and like yeah they're dealing with some really like fucked up shit yeah but they like don't lose sight of like the fact that, you know, they're still growing as teenagers and that this is all just like part of the process. Right. And I think that like they really do a good job of showcasing that like for this generation. And I think that that's why I love it so much, too, because it's um, it's so different from like the shows that like we more grew up watching. Uh huh. Um you know, we actually see them having like awkward sex, like, yes. and actually talking about it. Yes, they talk about sex more than I've ever talked about it, maybe in my life, like in like an episode. There's just so right. much discussion about it and so much openness and frankness. Like, it's just very matter of fact, like, this is what we're doing and this is our lives. And I think, um, something that really encapsulated that for me was the final episode of season three when Otis is talking to Hope. And she's like, oh, our generation, I'm not much older than you, but, you know, we understood how there was a way that you had to do things and the way you had to carry yourself. And he says, we, people have always felt this way. There's always been people dealing with this. They're just now more willing to talk about it. And I think that's so, so true. 100%. And I feel like I really love that scene because I feel like it, it did <clears throat> perfectly describe, you know, that it was just like, different for us Mm -hmm. and I love that this new generation is like able to like speak up and speak out and like be a little bit more honest about like their feelings and and that they're actually like showing that in this show like we see the characters communicating so much with each other Mm -hmm. and it's just like such a breath of fresh air I mean I just feel like the shows that we grew up watching it was so much like People aren't really dealing with the issues. They're mm-hmm. not fully like communicating. Yeah. And we're like, maybe a couple ends up like having sex, but like it's perfect and it's beautiful, even though she wanted to wait till marriage. Yeah. Like, it's like, I mean, the waiting for marriage storylines were crazy. Ooh. Or like a special night, like it's like prom right. night or some special event. Like, it's got, it's like, why? For what? Like, yeah. and also, no, does anyone really do that? Like, no, it's just unrealistic. Yeah, like, exactly. And, um, yeah, I think that, you know, that's just really why, partly why I love this show, you know, at 30 years old, you're really, (laughs) you're really learning about yourself when you're watching sex education. Is there anything that you learned like about yourself? I'm not necessarily about like, or it could be about like, is there anything you learned about yourself or just like about sex in general? Just like something like I never knew that that was like a thing that people did or a thing that people were interested in, or maybe like, oh, I feel this way about this. Like, did it bring up anything? 
So I really like the storyline when Amy started dating Steve, mm-hmm. who's like a nice boy and was like caring about her like during sex and was like, I feel like you're like performing and that this is like, like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And I do feel like, honestly, like, you know, when you first start having sex, it's like you are just kind of like doing what you saw on like TV shows. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm definitely influenced like by TV. So mm-hmm. I feel like I was just kind of like, you know, not really communicating like my wants and needs. And I just thought it was like refreshing to like see that portrayed like on a TV show of her like going through that journey of like figuring out, you know, what works for her and communicating that to him. Um, because like, you know, people, guys don't know right away. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. So, I mean, nobody knows. Nobody like, knows right away. Right when you get into it. But, um, so I really did, um, you know, I, I just think that I felt, I was kind of like, oh, shit. Like, I think I did that for like a couple of years, you know, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Just just learned about this yesterday. No. <laughs> Still doing it. I really hope my parents are not listening to this episode. Like, mom and dad, please stop listening. But no, but we should they should be like we should be I mean, not with our parents, but I think right. in general, you know. Like talking about like sex. Like talking about sex makes it less shameful. Like I think that's the the thesis of the show is like it shouldn't be shameful because shame is like Shame is like the bad thing. Yeah. Shame is what causes the harm. Totally. Yeah. Claire, what about Mine- you? What'd you learn? <laughs> what are you learning on this while watching teenagers have sex on this show? Uh, mine was a little more practical. Okay. Um, but I just didn't know. I think in season two with Lily, when she's trying to have sex with Ola and she's like, it's just not like happening. Like she's like, it's just too tight. Yeah. And she finds this vaginal dilator kit. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't know that that was a thing. Like, and I don't know why I didn't know that that was a thing. It just never occurred to me because I knew that there were like Kegel balls or whatever to tighten it up down there. But I didn't know the opposite was true. And I was like, oh, that's great. Like, thanks sex education. I did not know that either. And I also felt connected to that (laughs) storyline a little bit as well, if I'm being honest. So... You know, some of us have a hard time letting go. I'll just say that. (laughs) I think I just felt like kind of seen by a lot of these storylines. And I wish that there was a show like this when we were teenagers. And I feel like we would have then maybe been better about communicating about sex. Um, We wouldn't be laughing at this right now. We'd just be like talking about it. I know. Yeah. We're so repressed. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to undo all of the damage done to us we are um well did you have sex education in high school we did not have a proper sex education or sre as they call it in the show which i assume is sex and reproductive education you know i didn't know what that was either (laughs) i was like the fact that we don't know what it is is bad i just guessed i have i should have looked it up i didn't like i knew it was like sex, sex education but i'm like what is that r for so we i did not have a sex education dedicated course um, we did have a health class that was mandatory. Everyone in my high school had to take health class for a semester in order to graduate. And there was a section in health class that was about like 
STI prevention. And I think they probably mentioned, you know, pregnancy and the basics of it. But like no one ever came in and like put a condom on a banana. Same. So I'm like, that would have actually been fucking useful. I know. I had a very similar experience where it was just like a part of health class. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure that they just talked about abstinence. Like it was very much like. Kind of similar to Mean Girls. Like, if you have sex, you you will die. Like, um, and it was just like ridiculous. And I feel like the teacher barely even like spoke about it. And I I just remember even being like then like let down about it. That I felt sad that like I didn't get that kind of like education about it at all, which is sad. Yeah. We did all watch like a birthing movie in health class, which was. Yes. Boys and girls all together watching a baby. Oh, God. And that was like, everyone was like, wow, we don't need to see this. Like, I, that is something right. where I'm like, tell me how to prevent this. I don't need to see a child emerging from the womb. Oh, that, that's that's unnes- insane. Like, like, that's not super helpful. But I again, that's a plot point in the show yes, then. It's where like a scare they, tactic. Like, yeah, where they then bring back, like... The, how we were taught about sex. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so. so what were your some of your favorite storylines from the first three seasons? Um, so much to choose from. Um, I think that I really love it when, um, like, the characters all kind of, like, come together mm-hmm. with a common goal, even if they didn't all like each other. Um, Mm -hmm. Like in the last season when they all came together to like go against, you know, the head teacher, Hope. um, I feel like I really like that storyline. And I think it also I love it when characters who normally um, like wouldn't really be together. You know, it's like the breakfast club like trope. It's like I love it when it's like we see people who normally don't hang out actually. Yeah. Yeah. We get that. I think um, in one of maybe one of the best storylines with the bus, with Amy and the bus. Oh, I love it. All the girls are in detention. They would never normally talk to each other. And then they start opening up and they start sharing about different assaults and harassment they've experienced. And then at the end, of course, they all show up to ride the bus with Amy. That's a beautiful moment in the show. I cried. I love yes. that moment so much. They did, they did that so well. I mean, ugh, I just like... I thought that was so great. And just shows like when women come together. Yes. What happens? And I love that. Yeah. It's a wonderful moment. I also really liked um, back in season one when Maeve has an abortion. Great storyline. Because it's handled with so much care and compassion for her that like this is a hard thing to do. Even if it's like the right choice for her, it's still difficult and it's still, in her case, can be really lonely and isolating because she doesn't really tell anybody except for Otis because she has to have someone there. Yeah. Um, And I think that seeing her go through that and sort of being resolute in her decision but still like acknowledging that it's not easy and then she meets this other woman who's having to go through abortion number whatever because she just can't afford to keep having children yeah um i think that that was really well done and i don't so few shows actually have abortions in them i know there's always it gets talked about and then in typical teen shows they don't do it they keep the baby or they lose the baby or um you know abortion is just a bad thing and i think it was nice to see a teen show presented as a a real and um 
viable option for women. Yeah, I mean, a lot of shows wouldn't even say the word abortion. Mm -hmm. So I think that how this show like handled that storyline was just so like refreshing and yeah. nice to see and you know, and actually like showcasing that, yes, it is an option mm -hmm. for you. And another storyline that I love is just Eric. I, I love mean, Eric. I love Eric. Like his journey and um, seeing him come into his own, be proud of who he is, mm -hmm. accepting of who he is, I think has been just one of the highlights of the show for me. Yeah. And just seeing him be like joyful is so like it just like oh I love it so much I agree Eric is um he just like brings that the humor in a way but also just like the positivity like yeah. he, and he's also he's such a good friend to Otis and he is by the end of season three unwilling to compromise his own his own joy and his own happiness and that's really really nice to see when he's done that a little bit in the earlier seasons I think it's nice to see that he knows who he is now mm -hmm. and he's like not ashamed of it and he's just ready to ready to fly. Yes. And that's what we want in these shows. Like we want to see these characters grow and like become the person that they're like meant to be. Yeah. And I feel like now we've you know, I think he's kind of found himself maybe a little bit before some of the other characters, too. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just it's nice to like see that journey. Yeah, for sure. I just love all the friendships. All the, like Maeve and Amy, we've talked about. Yeah. Otis and um, Eric. Ugh, love name. them. So adorable. But also like Ola and Adam becoming friends. Yes. And showing up for each other. And like the mean click, like when Ruby is and um, Olivia and Anwar, even though like she kind of treats them like crap at the end, she when she's broken up with Otis and she's sad, she like finally tells them where she lives, that they can come over and be there for her. And so... I just appreciate all of those those friendships um, amongst the characters and Viv and Jackson too. Um, oh, I love their friendship. Yes, so that sweet. That was such like a delight. I feel like um, yeah, in season when that storyline started happening. Yeah, yeah, they started becoming friends in season two, and then we see it a lot like throughout season three. Yeah. And again, I think it is the show is really great when it is like bringing people together who normally would not, you know, absolutely interact. Mm -hmm. Um. Should we get into season three a little bit? Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it. Okay, I'm ready. I kind of liked Ruby and Otis. I thought that was like a cute relationship. <laughs> and I wanted to see it play out a little bit more. I thought we cut that short. I, I agree <laughs> a little. To an extent. No, no, no. no. To an extent. I, I think it could have been going on a little bit longer, but I, I was not upset when they broke up. I was like, well, yeah, because he's got to be with Maeve. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, I get that. I think I was just so surprised by Ruby and Otis that I just, it worked for me. I like that he, that she really opened up to him and we really mm -hmm. saw who she was. And mm -hmm. I thought that he, you know, was so sweet to her and like really started like not to become an asshole like when he was dating her. And um, I just think, you know, they were funny together. It was just like a very cute relationship. I also think that I love it when 
like someone who's super popular dates, you know, the nerd. I, I love that trope. It never gets old to me. I love it. I, I see that. But I do think that like Ruby was still trying to change him so much. And even I, even though she sort of backs away from that, she's still like, I think in her mind would have preferred him to be what she wanted him to be. Um, and I think that Maeve from the beginning sort of it call, didn't ever really directly address it. Like Otis was like, look at me, look at me. Like this is what she's doing. And she was just like, you're being stupid. So I, I don't know. I, th- I don't think it would have lasted. Yeah, I get that. I think though that I, I think it was a good like high school relationship to mm-hmm. see. And I think that that's what relationships should be like in high school. Just mm. kind of a little lighter, a little yeah. fun. Like I like that Ruby and Otis were like having fun together and um, like learning new things like through each other. Yeah. Um, you know, Otis, you know, learned about the Kardashians, which is needed. <laughs> um, so I think that that plot device I think is interesting to see of these two opposites being together and I just I think that I wish that we could have seen them together a little bit longer and like him fall for her a little bit more because I think that that's realistic yeah and I think that it could have been fun then if we had if we like built this into a little bit more of a love triangle of like will it be Ruby or will it be Maeve you know I think that that could have been really good to see yeah we didn't really get any true love triangles there was a little bit with ola and Maeve, but no one was rooting for ola no no and then even like with at the very end um with otis and isaac but it was sort of like isaac was like i'm not doing that yeah not competing um i think too that the you know obviously i was a fan of Maeve and otis Mm -hmm. i mean they I just think that they've drawn it out now so much and I'm like yeah. maybe they just shouldn't be together if this is still and we're still going back and forth on this like Ruby loves you give her a little bit more of a chance come on uh, okay okay I don't know I just I I just I root for them I feel like they understand each other in a really weird way um because they are also again they're still opposites um but they have in common that they sort of enjoy helping people that they care enough to stand up for what they believe in. Like even after the clinic is done Mm -hmm. and Maeve is like, you should still do it. Like she's still speaking up in class and she's still, you know, trying to make sure that people have access to the right information because that's who she is fundamentally as a person. Um, And I think that they share that. Yeah, I definitely think they do. I just don't think it will be as like fun to watch when they get together, (laughs) if they get together. I just think that it's like, this is really built on like, oh, will they, won't they? And then I do feel like if they do get together, it won't be as great as what we think it's going to be. Well, said it. I, I, I don't disagree with you because it's hard to keep that momentum going. Yeah. And I think when you have a, a eight episode season and it's a, like a Netflix show, a streaming show, that they don't sort of they don't let those couples run for as long because they just know that they don't have as much runway so it is so much of it is will they won't they and then a breakup and then they're kept apart because they just don't have the space to have them be together and break up and back and forth like a a broadcast show would um which i think is again what they did they kind of got together and then Maeve was like i have to go to america which how she got that passport overnight i someone explained to me but 
I, I think I was just guessing she already had a passport. That's what I, I, I put a lot of thought into that, and I don't know why. You can't look into this stuff, Claire. I you cannot into look it. into that. My thought was though is that she would have applied for it when she applied for the program. Claire gets into the details, and you can't look in the details on these. Shows. I typically you gotta don't. just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. I listen. I let it go. I don't care anymore. She was on a, a bus, presumably to an airport. I don't know, but anyway. So what did you think about that ending that she went off? What, what were your thoughts? I mean, I, I think it was the right choice for her. And I appreciated that he was like, no, you have to go. Because what else can you say in that situation? And right. it's also like, it's not like she's moving away forever. Yeah. She's doing like a set time program. Um, and I think that when they come back in season four, they're not going to get back together right away. Because I'm assuming time will have passed and things will have happened. And I, I imagine that season four will be them finding their way back to each other. Is my guess. Um, we also had, you know, a big breakup with Adam and Eric, which I was really sad about. I was too. I love Adam. <laughs> Hated him at first. Agree. Love him. We need to protect him at all costs. Like, what? Like, a character transformation? I, I just want, like, him to get a really good therapist. I like know. somebody to dig in with him because he is fucked up from all sides, but still trying so hard. And it's just like, oh, him just, trying so hard is like literally just makes me want to curl up in the fetal position. <sighs> like I just those scenes where he's like trying to communicate how he's feeling and doesn't know how. To yes, is so good. Mm-hmm. And like. But then at times he brings like a humor to the show too. Like it is so fascinating. I don't think I've ever seen like a character like this at all. I feel like on Euphoria, they were like kind of trying to do that with like Nate Jacobs, um, Jacob Elordi's character. Mm-hmm. Like he's all fucked up from like his dad issues yeah. and all that stuff. And it's just like completely not done in the same way. And it is like, I mean, this storyline, is just so much better with Adam. It's like insane. Um, Yeah. But so, yeah. So I was sad to see Eric and Adam break up because I wanted to see a little bit more of the relationship. I think I get why they break up. I mean, they're in completely different places with their sexuality. Um, So I think that, you know, Eric needed to do that for Mm -hmm. himself for the place that he was at. And Adam is just really not in that place I I agree I I understand why they did it but at the same time I was like I like them together and I also started worrying I'm like is this as Adam gonna backslide is he gonna like revert to who he was before he started dating Eric and be angry and a jerk um so I appreciated him finally telling his mom that Eric was his boyfriend but isn't anymore but he still didn't say like that he's bisexual he hasn't talked to his dad yet and that man needs some help too so I know. I, I'm interested to see where they go in season four with the two of them because I'm I'm rooting for them both together and separately. Do you think Adam's going to like date Raheem now? They were kind of like really <sighs> bringing them together. Like, do you think that's going to be something we see in season four? I, I think it might be just because it's complicated and messy. I do like th- them as friends for sure. Yeah. And I can't decide if I like them theoretically as a couple because of the drama that it would bring or if I'm like, I want them to just stay friends and have 
Adam maybe find date somebody else like yeah. you know like wouldn't it be funny if he started dating I don't know Anwar I don't know who Anwar's boyfriend is I feel like we also maybe need to see Adam a little bit on his own we do um, absolutely he needs to take a page out of everyone else's book because yeah. they're all you know choosing themselves at the end of season three yeah, I think I think Adam does need to choose himself, definitely, and like work through these issues that are still very much there. Um, but I want to see him with someone and happy because I think it's like so cute and sweet. I know. Um, but I don't love Raheem, so I don't think I want to see Adam and Raheem together. I, I mean, their friendship scenes were like fine for me. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll watch them make out, but I don't need to see them date. <laughs> yeah, that, which I'm fine with. Yeah, but I don't think they're compatible as a couple. No. And I'm just over Raheem, to be honest. But um, yeah. so Do we want to talk about the adults yeah. a little bit? Let's talk about the adults a little yeah. bit. Um, I think we see, you know, Jean and Jakob have their baby. But it's not their baby. I, it seems to be not his baby, which is a twist that I honestly did not need. I completely agree. I mean, because I just thought that was like, too much we watched them all season like try to come together and like realize that they should be together and that they can work on this yeah we watched an entire season of that and then to just kind of like throw that away that it's not his baby really annoyed me i know because they're and you could still have drama with them disagreeing on parenting styles right i would like to watch that yes or the fact that like they haven't been together that long as they've talked about like they're still learning about each other like yeah that could be interesting drama for the final season we don't need like a secret paternity twist like that just seems a little unnecessary for me i agree you know who i want to talk about a little bit who lily okay I love Lily. I love her little alien erotica. (laughs) I mean, again, another similarity to Euphoria. I love Lily and her erotica and her penis fingers. I love that she is just herself. Yes. Um, I also love them showcasing... her like writing the like erotica as somebody who read fan fiction a lot in high school and still sometimes to today um not ashamed to say that lily helped me realize i shouldn't be ashamed about it um but i really i like that storyline and i liked um i thought it was just so sad when she felt like she couldn't be herself mm-hmm. and when hope was like shaming her i know for writing that and like when otis goes to talk to her and he says you know you're an artist Ugh, i just that was such a beautiful scene and so true yeah um so i've really enjoyed like watching her journey and i just think any time on these shows when someone is just like being themselves and they're different it's just it's so Beautiful to watch, honestly. Yeah. I think Lily is, she's so quirky and so weird, but like, so like everybody knew a kid like that in high school yeah. that was just so into whatever they were into and was unapologetic about it. Yeah. Um, and I really think that that's great that she has representation that she, like you said, is so established in like her passions as an artist and that Otis supports that and that Ola maybe doesn't understand it or agree with it, but also like is rooting for her and supports her in pursuing that. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, she has a little fan come up and ask for an autograph. And I was like, I love yes. that. And you know what? Those people like that in high school become the most successful. Yes. 
that you know i mean without fail i feel like that's what happens every time so we're rooting for you lily yeah maybe lily should sell a book and buy the school and keep it open i would love that so yeah. that is another plot twist from season three the school is gone i know we are where are they all going to school next season well i it says at they say, oh, you have until the end of the term to find new schooling. But I don't know. Maybe that's part of the different journeys that they're taking. They're all going to different schools and having to figure out, you know, who they are without at, away from the sex school. Right. And kind of like away from each other. A yeah. Little bit, which, again, that makes me a little nervous about season four. I don't love too much change, but I trust these creators. Mm -hmm. I trust these writers. So I think it will be great. But... Yeah. I'll be sad to see the school go. I will too. It's yeah. Beautiful. I was a little sad when they tore down the bathrooms. Oh, I Those know. Those dirty, dirty bathrooms. Oh my God. Absolutely disgusting. When I was watching that, I was like, okay, production design went a little too far on how gross this is. <laughs> they were horrible. And I'm like, I, I get if you're desperate, that's where you go. But like, that's where you're hooking up on the skanky ass, nasty sewage bathrooms. But listen, if you, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, the amount of sex that is happening during school hours <laughs> at that school is quite wild. Do you think people were having sex, like, at high school? Like... In my high school? I mean, I guess I didn't really know about it if people were doing I don't think it. people were having that much, as much as on the show. Well, yeah. And yeah. certainly not just, like, out in the open. Like, when they're on that trip to France, at one point, Maeve is walking through the woods, and there's two people just fucking on, like, a log, and have, she just walks by them. Have you noticed how it's, like, always the same couple? Yes, it's the same, like, super horny couple. I think that's funny. I do think it's funny, just like them openly fucking in the middle of the woods was that was a little jarring for me like them making out all over the place I'm like sure yeah but that no, was like I know. a lot it's like whoa so I don't think that happened in my high school that um, I saw we need a Gen Z to we need a correspondent and yes. let me know are people having sex at school I need to know yeah um well, let's talk a little bit about what we think is going to happen in season four. What are your season four predictions? I think in season four that the kids might come together or the adults might come together and find a way to save the school somehow because um, it seems like they need a lot of money or like an angel investor or something like that. So I think they're going to find a way to save Moredale Secondary. Um, I think that we are going to get um, some breakups, some getting back together. I do think they're going to, Maeve and Otis are going to end up together at the end or at least like come together with like a look toward the future. Yeah. It seems like that's what they're building us towards. I think that, you know, Amy's going to continue on her journey of self-discovery. And yeah. part of me is like, should she end up with a boyfriend? But I feel like also maybe not. Maybe she's totally single and figuring herself out. Um, I also, I really want to know, like what happens with these adults? Like, are they growing? Are Jean and Jakob gonna figure out this child situation? Mm -hmm. Are they gonna stay a family with, with Otis and Ola because they brought them together very quickly right. and there were growing pains there? Is that gonna last? Um, I mean, that got real messy. Yeah, or is, um, you know, Adam's parents were hinting at a reconciliation and now it seems they're not. Are they gonna come together in some way for him? Like. So I'm just sort of, I just have a lot of questions. I know. It is kind of hard to predict, like, what will happen in season four. Because I think that this show does a good job of kind of surprising you mm -hmm. um, with a lot of these storylines. So I predict in season four, I do think that in the end, Maeve and Otis are going to end up together. Mm -hmm. Which I would be happy about. But I do think 
while Maeve is gone, I feel like they're going to try and like make this work like long distance a little bit, which I am not a fan of long distance for teenagers. Like absolutely not. Like I just like, I think it's so interesting. I think it's like damaging. I don't think that teenagers should be in a long distance relationship. So I would say with Otis and Maeve, I don't then want to see them like try and work it out long distance. I think in the end they'll still end up together. Yeah. But I, I almost think that they're like a little bit more of like an adult relationship. Like yeah. they would do really well, like in their 20s together. I agree. I And I, I assumed that they were just like putting it on pause. Like they weren't going to try and keep it going. I think I, my interpretation of the finale was that they're like, OK, like we're going to go our separate ways. And she's like, I'll see you when I get back and we'll see what happens. But yeah. but who knows? Um, but I do think Ruby and Otis are going to date again in season four. <laughs> Because, like, what else is he going to do? I don't, are they going to introduce us to, like, a new girl? No, I don't want that. No, we have a thousand kids at the school yeah, already. Yeah, there's a lot of characters on this show right? that I'm already struggling to keep up with. Um, I think you're right. I think we're going to see a lot of people more being on their own. Because we've seen a lot of these kids in relationships a lot. Um, and kind of like navigating that. And I think that we're going to see a lot more um, of them, you know, finding themselves on their own, what that looks like. Um, I definitely think that Amy will for sure go on like a journey of self-discovery because we've only seen her with boyfriends on this show. Um, And I think that she's going to open up a bake shop and just Uh, do really well and just kill it. Just vulva cupcakes for everyone. Yes. The vulva cupcakes are going to take off in season four for sure. Um, What else? I I think that, you know, I feel like we're going to see a lot with Adam in season four. And I really hope that he does reconcile with his dad and we see you know, them working out their issues together Mm -hmm. because I feel like they do both want that. Yeah. I want Jackson to get a proper love interest. Agreed. Because he, you know, he was kind of with Maeve in season one, but like she wasn't as into it. And then in season two, he's like figuring himself out and is, you know, becoming friends with Viv. Season three, he's like exploring things with Cal and then that doesn't work out, which I think was very valid and very mature of Cal to be like, you're not ready for this and I'm not ready to carry you through this. Right. Um, so I want Jackson to just get like a straight, <laughs> straight, um, I was going to say a straight up, I want Jackson to get just a classic love interest that without too many hiccups. Yeah, I think that I do want to like see him happy, like in a relationship, because I feel like we haven't really gotten that. No. Um, and I feel like for him, we really went through his individual story already. Mm-hmm. And we haven't really done that as much with everyone else. And I really did enjoy his swimming storyline. Yeah, just because I was a swimmer in high school. But I just thought that was like really relatable of showing the pressure of the parents yeah. and like you've just been doing something for so long you're expected to to keep doing it and I think that that's just such a realistic storyline yeah um for high schoolers that we really like don't see all the time and I I hope like you know young people were watching that and realized like just because you're good at something too doesn't mean you need to do it if you don't enjoy it yeah um so, yeah, I would love to see him go on a little bit more of a relationship journey now that we got through his, like, personal story. Yeah. I feel like already. 
Um, I think Cal's going to be a bigger part in season four, which I am excited about. I think yeah. that that's an important storyline. And they, they just handle it all, like, so right. well. I really appreciated the scene in the finale with Cal teaching. Is it Layla? In my brain, I want to say Lila, but or Layla. The other non-binary student yeah. um, about binding Yes. Um, and I was like, oh, I would love to see that friendship. Not necessarily, it doesn't need to be romantic. It just, no. I want them to be friends and to, so that they know that they have each other as support um, and have another person in the school to lean on. Yeah, I don't want it to be romantic. No. I think that it would be better to see them, you know, lean on each other and be friends and, you know, have an ally. Yeah. Um, and I know that we also are getting a lot of new characters in season four. So I think that will be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really excited to see where it goes. And it's the final season. Yes. So very sad to see this show end. But I'm excited to see what they do with it and see, you know, what what happens with these characters that we just love so I much. I know. And honestly, can we just take a moment to talk about these actors? Yeah, they are all individually like killing it outside of this show. I, I don't know. like. It's hard to find like another Netflix show where it's like, oh no, they're all working on multiple projects. Um, I like know. five of them were in Barbie alone, which is incredible. So I didn't even know that. Yeah, um, Eric and Adam and um, Maeve were all in Barbie. Oh my god! Yeah. I did not put that together. Yes, and then also um, Adam and uh, Lily were both in the Anya Taylor Joy's version of Emma. Oh right, they were both in that. Um, no, I love that when we get like a show where like the young talent then is like taken, you know, and used for like a bunch of other projects, um, and I do think all these actors on the show are so good, and that's partly like what makes it so great too i think that a lot of times on these teen shows you know it's a little you're going for the face and not the talent yeah and i i feel like on this they got both yeah we love that yes they do it differently in england you know (laughs) they really do (laughs) that is so true there is not a british show that a british like teen show that i haven't liked they're all just a step above i think and i love it yeah All right. Well, I think we've done it, Claire. We've broken down all of sex education. We are ready for the new season coming out soon. Yes, we will be back after season four drops to talk all about how they wrap up this beautiful, warm, sexy, funny hug of a show. And I really can't wait. I think we can talk about it even more. So tune in for that. Don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Rate and review us. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at at previously on underscore teen TV. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. All right. Did you hear us talk about sex? She gave personal experience. I did. Yeah. Doing it? Details. I'm, yeah.